episode of Scoreboard. I am joined by my friend Jane, as always. <laughs> what's going on, Saxon? How you doing? New champions in the UFC. That's what's going on. What a night! What a night for fighters. Girl power. It was just the girls. We <laughs> we set the stage. You put our stamp in the UFC. We did our thing last night. And uh, probably the biggest upset in the UFC history after GSP was beaten by Matt Serra in their first yeah. fight. Yeah, that so. was something else. <laughs> something else. But you, I remember you pointed out something interesting last night when you was texting. You said that Amanda Nunes. I'm not using that as an excuse, but you're saying that she, this mm-hmm. is her first fight since COVID. Do you yes. think it probably played a little small role into her her loss? Uh, I. So, internally, I don't know how her body is, right? Like, how bad it was. It wasn't really disclosed. It doesn't look like it was that bad because, like, she's fighting after a month of getting diagnosed with COVID. But I would think there is some factor, right? Like, uh, we see Jason Tatum getting impacted. We see, like, all these NBA athletes getting impacted mm-hmm. and, like, not being the same way. And I, I it's hard for me to believe you're, you being a pro athlete and like having no impact a month after getting tested positive. So I think there's the impact might be small, but it definitely was there, but I wouldn't say it was the reason of her loss. I think the reason of her loss was overconfidence on her end. Oh yeah. Yeah. She got that Ronda Rousey. (laughs) That look, you remember that fight? She fought right. Ronda Rousey. She was so confident, cocky. Right. That look in her eyes, like no, you know, no sportsmanship with the handshake or anything. And right. this right out the gate. I can't even say right out the gate. It's right out the second round. Right. She came because she was vengeance. winning the first round. Yeah, she yeah. was. I think. Um, what's her name again? Correct her name. Juliana. Juliana. Pena. Juliana. She was. I could tell in the first round. She came out like she had a little bit of nerve because she did like some mm-hmm. mistakes. Going like right. hitting, trying to like throw haymakers, mm-hmm. and she got like clip of one and she fell. But like she went to her corner, her corner talked to her like, "Hey, mm-hmm. be careful, you know, do what mm-hmm. do what our plan is." And she came out and just banging, and she was eating right. her shots. She right. was like, "I'm gonna eat one, but I'm gonna throw you some." And I was mm-hmm. just super impressed, super impressed. And she predicted this result, which is which she makes it more crazy. She was like, "I'm gonna beat her, beat Amanda," and. Even like older interviews when Amanda was like not even like she just became a new champion. Like this is before even like Amanda was winning a lot of fights. She was like, mm-hmm. I, I want to fight Amanda because my style is perfect for her and I'll beat her. So <laughs> and she took the page out of her book. Same yeah. thing. She said the <laughs> same thing. And the thing is, she did was cr- true. Like she tried to take her to the ground. And I could tell her mm-hmm. when you said her stamina wasn't there because she mm-hmm. it took a lot of, out of her. Then she got back on her feet. She was throwing haymakers and she was eating in a rocker and she went days. I was like, oh my God, it's really over. It's really over. I think I think one of the things that probably surprises a dominant champion like Amanda Amanda Nunes is that Juliana was not afraid of getting hit. Like Amanda mm-hmm. Nunes hit so hard and she has a habit of seeing people go down with her punches. But Juliana mm-hmm. was just eating them. And Amanda has not been in a position where she has to come back up after being down. Because Amanda Mm -hmm. basically dominates her fights. Like, there is no point where Amanda is about to lose and then she wins it. 
right? Like she has not won a lot of tough matchups in her fight before yesterday's fight. So it's mm-hmm. all like it has all been uphill in all the fights for Amanda. Like she like her fights just go like boom, boom. And then just Amanda takes over the fight. It never is like Amanda fighting and then it's going down and then Amanda fighting back up in the fight and then winning. So, so mm-hmm. she doesn't really have that like tenacity, that struggle to come out of a hole in a fight. So that True. was like the I'll first say, time when she was in it. I'll say one of her fights, I saw a little shakiness was against Holly. Because Holly, was she yes. hits hard. Yeah. She made her bleed. And I was first in a while, mm-hmm. someone make her bleed. And right. I was like, okay, it's, it's some hole in her game. It's some hole in her game. Right. So I don't know. I don't want to say it's age because not. I think it's more of the hype. You know how when you reach that peak, is nothing there. I'm not saying right. she slacked off, but it's just like no one can beat me. So it's like yeah. I don't think I have to go that full 100. percent And right. I feel like that bite her in the ass because you see all her fights. She she come out strong in the first round. It's barely right. even the second round. So you're right. Maybe she's a little bit too confident. She won. She has two belts, like the 145. She had the 135 before losing it. She had two belts, right? 145 and mm-hmm. 135. Um, it's it's just it's just hard to keep your mind in it, honestly. After you are dominant for so long, and I I understand. Mm-hmm. I mean, she she has a daughter, and you know stuff like that. And I think post COVID, like you you think of life in a different way. So. There are a True. lot of things that that can happen to someone like emotionally, right? Um, so, but but really shocking, nevertheless. Like really shocking decision, uh, like the fight result yesterday. Yeah, but she's still the go. You still gotta respect her. She has a long rap sheet. No one could do it. It, it leave a little date in her armor, but you know, mm-hmm. even the great ones fall sometimes. So this is oh, her yeah. time to fall. Her, I know her next match. She's not gonna be playing around. Yeah. She's going full, 100%. So, you know, and I like the sportsmanship at the end. So, big ups yes. to both of the fighters. Yeah. You think she deserves an immediate rematch? I say yes. She put yes. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Who else? To be honest, who else? Yeah, who else? <laughs> exactly. You can't even name one because I don't even know one. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean, Juliana would have to fight all the people that Amanda has beaten already, which doesn't and really she's make not. sense. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be yeah. real. She's not. Yeah. Do you think she could fight Holly? Yeah. It's going to Yeah. Amanda is definitely the uh, the fight to make. They, they're mm-hmm. going to have to make that fight. And that's going to be fun. That will be fun to watch. I think Amanda would, as you said, will come with a more serious mindset. Oh, yeah. Make a game plan. And hopefully not get cocky after the end of the first round. <laughs> true. True. One thing I say for Amanda that's on her side is that she's such a humble fighter. So you didn't really hear any mm-hmm. jokes, any trash talking, right. you know. So I would say she had that on her side. So it's not like she got so many like negative media in her head. So mm-hmm. her next fight should be better. Yeah. I believe it. Would be a fun to watch. Um, another great fight on the card was the main event. Danny Poirier, uh, da- uh, sorry, <laughs> Dustin Poirier versus uh, uh-huh. Charles Oliveira. And Charles Oliveira finished Dustin Poirier and retained his lightweight championship. Um, what do you think of that fight? Can I say it was easy? Easy work? Oliveira, <laughs> it was. Just be honest. It was easy. I think Oliver just said, let me see what he's going to do. He knows he's not going to the ground. Then he just attacked him in the second round. Yeah. Because just, Poirier had an opportunity to like finish him, but he didn't. Mm-hmm. 
because he's not good on the ground. Right. So you let him get he, back he, up twice. He called it back. Yeah. Yeah. Back so up, I was yeah. just like, I saw that. I said, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. So it just, oh my. and it, it, obviously I should have seen this coming because the last time he went on the ground was against, um, uh, Khabib. What's his name? Khabib. And what happened? He got choked mm-hmm. out. In the same chokehold, so, by the way. Yeah. The same exact chokehold that he got lost yesterday with. So when you look back at Justin fights, all the fights he won, he was on his feet. The yeah. last three fights, he was on his feet. I mean, dare I say the last two out of those three fights was against Conor McGregor, which who has and, not yeah, right. fought in like two years. He's worried about selling liquor, so he's not worried yeah. about the UFC. Uh, I don't know. But all around, I give Oliver mad respect because... It shows that if if the fight goes to the ground, he's unstoppable because he mm-hmm. just smothered him. Elbow haymakers, elbows yep. to the face, elbows to the face. Constantly getting him winded because when he, when he got him winded on the first round towards the end, the second round he came out sluggish, a little bit yeah. sluggish. Mm-hmm. And everything went down here from there. It's hard to be a one-dimensional fighter in UFC these days. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can be successful being just a boxer or you know like you can be successful being a a wrestler like khabib but that's hard mm-hmm. to do that level super of wrestling is super hard so unless you can be that way i think it's really hard to be a one-dimensional fighter and dominate in this era of ufc like you need to at least two three things that you can do like Ch- charles was not only like going on the ground and doing a better job but he was he was winning clinch as well in clinch as well mm-hmm. like he was like like holding him giving him some knees on the on the body like knees and elbows uh, in the clinch you know doing some dirty boxing which dustin does not do at all dustin at all. has a boxing stance and he just throws some calf kicks and he throws haymakers that's his like the whole arsenal <laughs> So. One thing I know he didn't do that he did successful in his last fight against McGregor was leg kicks. Right. He didn't do much leg kicks. If he did leg kicks in this fight, I really feel yeah. like it would have been a little bit different, though I feel like it would favor Oliveira at the end, but still, it would have been more of a, yeah. a struggle fight. So that's right. one thing I know he didn't do in this round. I think Dustin was trying to overpower Charles in the whole fight instead of like mm, going in with like a strategy. Like he mm-hmm. was, because every punch that he was throwing was either a hook or an overhand. Mm-hmm. So that was like he, because he doesn't like he even let's say he tries to throw some kicks, right? Like Charles can can catch those kicks and take the fight to the ground as well. So like I think there was some fear in him to not let the fight go on the ground where he had a significant disadvantage, mm-hmm. and he did not, you know. He didn't want to go to that that aspect of the fight there and keep, wanted to keep it on the feet. That's why he was trying to disengage from the clinch. He was trying to disengage from the cage during the grappling, their scrambles. And he was like, he stood him up as well. Uh, pretty Sad. pretty clear that he, he needs to work on his ground game. Yeah, he's one dimensional. Should I say, was there a legal move there? They said with the glove? No, on, no, on I don't. I don't know what the commentators like Joe Rogan and and DC were talking about. I don't think so. He was just trying to grab his hand. I don't think. And plus, the referee was right there. He would have True. called it. I saw a little bit of glove. I'm not gonna lie. I did. I didn't know if it was legal <laughs> or not, but I just say he did grab his glove. He did. No, there's you can. There's 
grabbing glove and then there's like holding on to it are two different things you know like in the okay. heat of the the moment you can grab a glove which is not illegal but if you're grabbing it in a way that is putting yourself in in an unfair advantage and not letting the other person do something out of it that is a problem Got you. okay uh, and in and in in that sequence anyway like dustin rolled up charles right remember like he had his arm in mm-hmm. his hand and then dustin rolls him up and L- dustin went on to a to an attacking position so he wasn't like still didn't do there. nothing yeah <laughs> still didn't do nothing that's what i'm saying like i like the ufc but i noticed that more and more ufc fighters are just trying to be boxers i noticed yeah. that lately i don't I, get it i know so it's taking I, away the joy is, of ufc a, a little bit exactly like even with like someone like Max Holloway like Max Holloway is a great fighter but he also like just boxes like that's it yeah it's the like only difference is he's hitting. winning yeah <laughs> true <laughs> it's just savage hitting i i noticed that like these past three main event fights even with Usman Usman sorry mm-hmm. Usman it was pure boxing it went on the ground a little bit but everything yeah. was just on their feet so I'm just like, I miss, like, that's why I appreciate Khabib as much as people don't like him right. and his fighting style. That's what the UFC is a little bit of everything. Hitting, kicking, mm-hmm. dra- grappling, all that. But now it's just like everyone wants to be showtime yeah. boxing, but it's UFC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, even at least like um, uh, Usman like, can wrestle. Like he may mm-hmm. try to box, but if the fight goes on ground, he won't like come back up. Like he would try to ra- wrestle and, you know, like he can hold his own. But like mm-hmm. Dustin Poirier, Max Holloway, they're good, great fighters, but they're like largely boxers. If yeah. that part of their game is gone, then they have a struggle the whole fight. You have, do you think he's deserving of another a rematch? Do you think he deserves a rematch? Not immediately. I think Justin Gaethje is the fight to make for the title shot mm-hmm. i agree um, i think i think i would if i was dana white i would make J- gaichi versus Oliveira for the championship and michael chandler and versus dustin poirier Woo! he gonna lose chandler could go on the ground <laughs> I, i'm and i have he a can. soft spot for michael chandler but michael chandler could go on right. the ground and he loves he to can, eat fits for breakfast <laughs> yeah as we remember i thought he was concussed in the last fight the way he was like getting hit hey, by Gaethje. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> he yeah. was fine. <laughs> yeah, so that those would those could be fun fights, both of those. And then the winner of Chandler and 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 Poye can can fight the winner of Oliveira and Gaethje. I think. I think that's fair. I think Chandler though Chandler just got into the UFC, but those f- three fights he did, he's mm-hmm. very like deserving of like another chance oh yeah they were all hard fights he didn't fought for any easy guy he did not fight an easy guy true so. look i'm going against what i'm saying about how fighters are taking the easy route to the to the to the belt <laughs> but for chandler i feel like he put his time in though he was with another divi- another franchise right he still he was on top of them over there too he had multiple belts he was now the he's champion over here yeah. still yeah, mm-hmm. so he's he's putting his work in. So let's say either it's Oliveira or Gechi. What do you think in terms of prospects of um, uh, Poirier winning the championship? Do you think he can beat either of them? Like, where do you no. think Poirier stands in the division right now? I think Poirier 
his time has passed, sadly, to say that. Now mm-hmm. I'm saying like he gave up more as like these fighters are so talented. I don't see him And him being like, a one dimensional fighter. Yeah, well. I don't see him dominated or holding the even if he wins, I don't see him retaining it for that long. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because not everybody is Conor McGregor who's got their mind all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think so. I think that's I agree with it. I think in the lightweight in the one fifty five pound division it's a little stagged right now and it always is actually 155 is like one of the hardest divisions mm-hmm. i would say he should move up and try some some interesting fights there because i feel that the welterweight division which is the 170 where usman and kobe covington and all these fighters fight nate diaz all mm-hmm. these fighters fight i think that division can be interesting with poria joining them because it's not as deep as the lightweight division. You think Poirier will be successful in that division? Uh, Poirier's natural weight is 185. He cuts 30 pounds for fights. Sheesh. Yeah. Because you want to... Yeah. So he can easily fight at 170. And who, I think there are some interesting fights. you see him dominating? <laughs> Beating Usman, be Usman is difficult in that one as well. I, it's going to be difficult. You think he could beat Usman? No, I'm saying it's di- it's going to be really oh. difficult to, to beat Usman in that one. Exactly. Uh, but I think he can fight some good fights there. I think Kobe versus Usman. Uh, sorry, Kobe versus Poirier can be a Kobe good one. Kobe versus Poirier? Yeah. Wow. In 170. I think for like on paper it sounds good. More for viewership. But mm-hmm. winning-wise, as much as I don't like Covington, he's going to win. He could yeah, he take he can wrestle. he could take some hits. He could mm-hmm. definitely take some hits. And, and he, can he could take you to the ground. Yeah. So yeah. Damn, he yeah. is screwed. If you think about it, <laughs> he is screwed. <laughs> UFC is UFC is really tough, man. Like the talent is out of the out of the chart. And then you have like two killers, Hamza yes. Shemaev and Islam Islam Akhashev. Like they have not even like gotten their title shots. You know? That's like could be birth those two. Like they, yeah. you could tell they had the mindset as him. Besides yeah. the beard, they had literally had the mindset, <laughs> the dedication of yeah. their craft. So I'm, whew. I'm waiting for Hamza Shemaya versus Usman. I want to see that fight. Man, that one, I'm lucky scared. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna lie. As much as you, you see certain, you name people against Usman, you're like, ah, he got this. He might lose yeah. two or three rounds, <laughs> but he got this. But that one. The mm-hmm. man don't even lose in the first. He wins in the first open. He wins in the opener. Let's just say that. Yeah. Once they call his name, <laughs> he won. Because I don't know. He don't even break a sweat. That's going to be hard. But that's what Yeah, those boys are about. tough. Those boys yeah. are tough. But I'll tell you who's happy, though. Dana White. Oh, oh he was money. happy last night. Yeah. He was happy. He as doesn't have to think about making the women's fights because that was that already got made when Nunes <laughs> lost. So now, now he knows what yeah. fight to make next. <laughs> because I know he was just sick and tired of like, oh, the women division just ain't nobody right. there. It's just wash. Yeah. <laughs> who who's she gonna fight? She gotta fight men now. But look at this. They're like, yeah. well, she's not that great as you can see. But it's interesting. That was a good. It was a good fight. Good way to should I say in the year pay per view yeah. ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Good. Can't wait for the next one in January. Uh, your boy, Francis Ngannou, is going to defend his belt. <laughs> okay, Francis Ngannou, man. 
he's he he's like a Portier too. He yeah. has no ground game. Yeah. <laughs> but his, his boxing hard. is like really hard though. <laughs> like heavyweight boxing is a different level. Like you Man. get knocked out to the shadow realm if you get knocked out by <laughs> Francis Ngannou. That's different. Wow, wow, wow. And he's finding his like his what? His former teammate? Yes. Yeah. That's gonna be interesting. That's it. And they fight each other during practice. So they know yeah. each other's style and weaknesses. That's definitely gonna be interesting. Yeah. Definitely. Like I I don't appreciate boxers in other divisions, but in heavyweight division though, I don't mind watching boxing because those right. punches are those punches are his different. last fighter he knocked him and he folded him like a chair yeah that is ridiculous <laughs> i thought he tore his acl the way he yeah. knocked him out wow 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 interesting interesting it's good fights yeah. to come good fights to come <laughs> all right so moving right. on to the okay. nba uh what's may i ask what's going on with <laughs> our beloved anthony davis Oh my god! I don't know if someone. I don't. I don't know what to do with AD. The crazy thing is, AD. This is his prime year. He's supposed to be dominating, and it's mm-hmm. like he's aging in front of us. We only saw one snippet of him, <laughs> and that was during the bubble. Everything else is just. And when you got a four month break. Yeah. Because it makes no sense. And one thing that's irritating me about Anthony Davis, by the way, I love Anthony Davis. Right. I love Oh, yeah. We know that. We know that. (laughs) He doesn't go to the paint. He don't attack the paint anymore. The last game I watched, it was against what? Uh, Not OKC. Uh, Yeah, OKC. Right. He had a wide opening lane. He decided to shoot a three. I'm just saying, like, attack the paint. You have a higher percentage. And his shooting threes this year is low Horrible. i think he's shooting 38 percent yeah 38 percent that's bad he, he's shooting threes like a big this year <laughs> the, man shoot. <laughs> it's scary when people say the white howard shoot threes better than you oh man that is the white howard six from eight from the <laughs> six <Yeah>. from eight <laughs> yeah but I, all seriousness i don't to be honest i don't know i feel like i don't want to say it's a mental thing because you know the media could get in your head and fans could get in your head and la is a very hard place to play in Compared to New Orleans, uh, I don't know. I think he just needs to go back to how he was, square one, being that dominant big, the big man, the four and the five, but mostly stick to the five. He has not been doing it though. I mean, I just, I just think at this point, if like we, we as fans of the NBA know this, so I'm damn sure AD knows this, LeBron knows this, <laughs> Vogel knows this that he plays better at five right even ad himself knows this but even then he's not doing it so i'm sure there is something like who doesn't like to be a good player right like you always want to play at your best all the time but Mm -hmm. he knows his body and we know his body by now that he's not durable and at the five he's not his his career is going to be like five years shorter he's going to retire by 32 if mm-hmm. he starts playing five full time the way like he gets he gets injured or like nicked up so many times playing as a four five four slash five like imagine if he goes full time five how like bad his injury situation would be right because they they found the five pretty hard the big yeah. men get hit very hard and he got glass knees it's just yeah 
two people walks you know. out from the different team during the rebound <laughs> like how <laughs> like he's going to be stuck as a sandwich in the middle i don't maybe he needs i don't want to say it's, it's his conditioning because we can see his physical uh his his body shape from last year to this year he really got he put some weight on his, him his muscle yeah so he, he gained muscle i, I don't know Cause Faith Vogel's doing after he can. People talking about he should lose his job. I don't think so. I think oh, it's no. just the team. The team itself doesn't click. I think on paper we thought this team was the team to beat, but realistically they're who, who not said clicking. That? Not me. I, I, ha- I still have me. our charts. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it was me. It was me. But I'm being realistic now. We're hot garbage. We're trash. Yeah. We boo boo. We're pennies. No, we are worth nothing. Yeah. Who's who's scared of the Lakers? Nobody. No, no one. Clippers are trash are, and Clippers are better than the Lakers at this point. That's true. Clippers are trash, but <laughs> they're clicking. Yeah. They're clicking. It's not like they just stand and watch one player take over the game. Yeah. Everyone is con- um, contributing to the wins and losses, I should say. But yeah. everyone's contributing. It's not just one player. Like, no one's talking trash about Paul George. Paul George is doing his job. Yeah. The playoff is a different story, but right now he's doing his job. Yeah, I mean, I like I am I really am surprised by the way Westbrook gets paid in this league because I if I had a team right like if I was Genie Bus I would not pay Westbrook forty five million period like no offense but mm-hmm. you know like I just I just don't know how you can pay like I guess it's a business decision in terms of like selling tickets and jerseys and all that. Which mm-hmm. I get, I guess, but pure basketball standpoint, Westbrook is not a max player. That's just I my agree. Opinion. I think it's, I think it's more of the stuff he did when he was with the other teams that developed him to get that contract. Right. You know the playoff, then the All Star games, make it first teams, and all, and so mm-hmm. on. So, so that led him to get to where he is getting paid now. But one thing he said this week that look he rubbed me the wrong way. They asked him about championship or bust, basically. He said, if we win or lose, I don't care. Life goes on. Uh, true. True. It's true. <laughs> but the Laker model is you yeah. win. It's nothing. It's winner is a bust. No matter what, it's winner or bust. <laughs> that type of mindset is like, oh, well, or hey, it's, it's life. Yeah, it's true. It's life. Win is not everything. But on um, being in Los Angeles, you can't say that. I mean, he should way. know he grew up here, right? I don't know how he can say that as a fan, but it's it's just he. It's a it's a hard it's a hard like we have been dealt with a very hard hand, and I think it's like Rob Palenka's fault to be honest. At you know at some point, LeBron like yes, like LeBron does a lot of decision making and all that, but I don't know like the the way this ro- like the previous roster was overhauled. Like, mm-hmm. everyone, like, we basically restarted, right? With, like, THT, LeBron, and AD. That's all we had mm-hmm. from the last year. And the, everything else is a new team member. You don't need, like, we won a championship in 2020. Why do we have to overhaul the roster when we just won a title? That's what I don't understand. I think it's more... I think, you know, how you, it's easy for you to get scared when you see other teams stacking up. Like before, the whole Westbrook thing, people were worrying about the, the Nets, the Brooklyn Nets. It's like, oh yeah, oh how how is this gonna be fair? The Nets got KD, James Harden, and um, um, 
and KD. Now you're worrying about the Warriors. They're fully healthy. That team is dangerous and scary. Then you got the upcoming Bulls. Then who else? Even the Wizards look nice. The I team mean, in but the then West. You, I mean, Wizards have three of the ex-Lakers, though. So, you know. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> how do but you... But they're doing like, good. They it's do all about good clicking. They, right. Because they play on their positions. They know their roles. Mm-hmm. Like, in the Lakers, LeBron is the point guard. I don't know how that how, how hard that is to understand. <laughs> when LeBron plays, he's the point guard. Like it's not it's not like a difficult thing to understand. You can put Steph Curry in the team. LeBron's going to make that pass to Steph. It's mm-hmm. not going to be Steph making plays the way he he would play in a different team. You know, like you can put put I don't know, anyone like put James Harden in, put like who else is like put Luka. All these put Trey Young, like all these point guards. If LeBron's playing mm-hmm. with them, LeBron's going to be the point guard. Like, I don't know how the how hard that is to understand by, by Palenka and, like, the, everyone else. Like, why are you putting yeah. a ball-dominant superstar around him when you know that it's going to be LeBron's decision-making for the whole game? And then Westbrook is just useless off-ball. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't <laughs> rotate. He doesn't, like, set up screens. He doesn't, like, go to an open spot. doesn't do mm-hmm. anything. It's just horrible decision-making. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I didn't see it at first because I was blinded with the hype. But yeah, you're you're right. Everything I I have to agree. I'm not saying Westbrook is trash. I won't say he's trash. He just don't fit with the Lakers and they scheme, they defensive scheme, even in their offensive scheme because sometimes he just look out of place. Yeah, he's like a loose car going down the field. Then he's turns out his turnover is high yeah. this year compared to his other uh, last year. Yeah, super high. Do you know, know you might surpri- you might be surprised but do you know who would who can Westbrook fit with in the whole league? I was thinking about this. It's the uh, and I could find the only one. The only one like decent not a superstar level player but like borderline all-star level player he would fit with. Only one guy in the league. Do you want to take a guess? Let me guess. I kind of think. Don't say New Orleans. No, a guy, like a, a, a person. He fits with, I'll tell you. The okay, only who? person that Westbrook fits with is Kristaps Porzingis. Porzingis? Yes. Interesting. Why? So, right, like take Westbrook as he plays, right, the way he wants to play. And take Porzingis the way he wants to play. Porzingis is a big guy, but he doesn't like being in the three, being in the paint. Like he takes, he wants to take three-point shots, right? He doesn't, he is like six foot eleven guard sort of player like he shoots most of the jumpers when he plays right Westbrook Mm -hmm. loves to take the rebounds loves to make plays for others but doesn't want to shoot would like prefer not to have a shoot so with Porzingis as the five Porzingis can move out yeah that creates some space for Westbrook to operate in the in the paint for, for the rebounds and such and in the offense he can make the plays Porzingis is not a ball dominant guy Porzingis can That's just be an, at his spot and like do the do the lobs That's and true. pull them in. But there's no way in hell Mark Cuban spending that money on Westbrook. No. <laughs> oh no way. That this man, is just like he a loves hypothetical. Money and he's sm- oh yeah. yeah, but if someone offered yeah. him, oh, I trade you this for it, he will say he will laugh at you. The man yeah. watch Star Tank. He's all about money and yeah. he wants to get his <laughs> money's worth. So no. That's interesting. But I'll say another player that people are kind of getting worried about is Zion. I feel like he's the next Greg Oden. Oh, the linebacker, Zion Williamson. <laughs> yeah. 
he's since he got into the league, it's just injuries has really hurt him a lot. Especially I mean, food say is good coaching. in South Carolina. <laughs> I bet it is. I bet it is. But we need you to run up and down, up and down that court. And he looks yeah. very okay. NBA wise, he's not in shape. That's what I'm saying. NBA oh, wise, yeah. he's not in shape. Yeah, yeah. Because as Definitely. as much people on James Harden's head, to the point that they bully him to lose weight, they yeah. go <laughs> go do the same thing to Zion. They already started with the jokes. Look at Charles Broccoli. Of all people, constantly want fat. <laughs> <laughs> so they're just getting started. But it, it looks like he won't even be back. for. He won't probably play this season, to be honest. He's going to finish yeah. the year not playing. I mean, mm-hmm. he he would have to like get first, like finish his like, re- injury rehab stuff and then lose weight enough to be in game shape. Yeah. It's going mm-hmm. to be hard. Like definitely not before the All Star break. I would say. I, no. I doubt he plays before that. I don't know. I just I just feel that like the 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 roster construction these days in the league is not very good. I think no. decisions are made based on like hype, and I think external factors like jerseys and like shoe deals and like how much revenue can a person bring, which is fine. Like I understand. It's a business. Like the owners want to make money. Like they don't like I don't care about how many championships I have if I'm making a billion dollars a year mm-hmm. out of my team, right? Like I don't really care about like it's just a trophy. I don't care. I care about the money. So I get that, but as a fan of the league, as a fan of like the game, the roster construction has been horrible. I don't I like agree. it. it- it's not how like it used to be like early two thousand. I'm just saying early two thousand yeah. for us. It's not how it used to be. I mm-hmm. mean, like you're you're friends, but no one's like, oh, come join my team. Let's do this. Let's take over yeah. this team and make something over it. I don't know. Yeah. It's just ever since David Stern messed up the whole Chris Paul and joined the Lakers, everything right. building a team just went downhill because more people were scared of like the yeah. league intervening so everybody's just mm-hmm. going letting the players be sneaky doing olympics or team play yeah. <laughs> when you play other countries to build a team yeah. i don't know it's just it's not fun honestly like as much as people said this nba season is excited i'm not really that much excited mm, no. i've been not really entertained to be honest i have like four teams i would say that are fun suns warriors um bulls and like mm-hmm. there's a random team on the east sometimes it's the grizzlies sometimes it's wizards some like some team that like becomes mm-hmm. hard for like five games so <laughs> that's true that's it like there's like western conference is a snooze fest this year there's, it like, is that's sad yeah it's like a turn in events the east is more popular than the west yeah like blazers are trash right portland doesn't do anything i don't know why at all damian lillard like loves that city i don't get it <laughs> like just go somewhere else like come to the lakers man we'll win something like we'll give you westbrook even Poor the nuggets lillard. are boring the nuggets yeah. are boring luke is boring this yeah. year I, I didn't hear this i don't know like the only like the only thing that's keeping the west afloat is literally the suns and the warriors yeah sometimes the jazz but it's just the suns and the yeah, warriors Suns and warriors and like clay is gonna come back Warriors is gonna be even stronger so you know good luck to <laughs> good luck to the other Shit. teams right <laughs> everybody else playing at this point is just hoping that 
We don't have to play the Warriors or the Suns yeah. in the first round. Because I guarantee you, the Lakers play the Warriors first round, they're losing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, of course. It's not going to be like last year. <laughs> oh, no. No. We are definitely losing. And we won that game yeah. by a skin of our teeth. Yeah. So. And that was a home game. One game home game. So. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. interesting stuff all around. Uh, UFC is getting fun. And hopefully the lockout in baseball ends so that the teams can resume their off-season yeah. stuff. We will see. I'd just say that the Major League Baseball, the player union is the strongest union in any professional sport. So, yeah, right. we'll see. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Cool. All right, this was fun, Jane. It was. It was. One more show for the end of the year? One more? Yes, one more. We'll have this the year yearly finale next week. All right. Nice. All right. See you later.